grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome to a sermon podcast from Salem Lutheran Church. For more information, please stay tuned at the end of the sermon. Christmas Eve service and as we give all praise and glory to our Lord for keeping his promise and sending the Savior of the world and yes the Christ child is not just a cute little baby and therefore we gather together to say happy birthday no we give all glory and praise to our God who has saved us won for us the victory took on human flesh in order to pay the price and pay the debt of our sins which was his sacrifice on the cross. The readings you're going to hear from are from the Old Testament, the majority of them. And you're going to hear over and over throughout the centuries God telling people about the promised Savior. And we learn quite a bit about the Savior from these prophecies. And yes, we're going to close the service with the fulfillment. change, maybe it had something to do with vaccination, 
But he said, the light shines through the darkness, using it like he is going to be the light. And his policies are going to shine through the darkness that, it, that is basically all that opposes what he is fighting against. But the truth of the matter is, is the passage he quoted has nothing to do with anything of politicians. It has nothing to do even with religious ministers. The whole passage itself, talking about the light, is not even talking in a general way, because it is scientifically true that light chases away the darkness. No, the light that is spoken of in the Gospel of John is actually the word. W-O-R-D. Now, there are several words for the word word in the Greek New Testament language, but the one that's used here, I pronounce it logos. Some pronounce it logos. But it's actually where we get our English word logic from. But he's not just talking about the word in the sense of the word. He's calling very God himself the word because he says, in the beginning was the word. Well, who can be in the beginning? The very opening words of the Bible says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So if there was in the beginning the word, then that means the word is God. And in case you still didn't get it, in him or this word is with God. And there can only be one who above all is with God for the whole, the whole gospel of John over and over and over like the ringing of a bell announces that the Father and the Son of God are one. We have the Holy Trinity with such words. Remember, one God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit but one God, and the Father and the Son are one. In fact, the Word was God, which means that the Word is God. And since the Word is God, what's connected with the Word? But life. Remember, God said, let there be light, and there was light. He said, let there be plants, and there were plants. Let there, let there be land, and there was land. By his almighty Word, out of nothing, he created and gave life to this world. In fact, he gave us life as well. But the life that God, that this word gives, is more than just making you. This is the life of eternal life. For later on, we'll hear that the word became flesh. That the very Son of God took on human flesh. He is fully God and fully man in one person. In order to be our substitute, in order to take our place, for you and I have inherited a sinful nature that goes back to Adam and Eve. Not only have we inherited this sinful nature, but it has corrupted our very human nature. And along with it, that same sinful nature leads us to do even sinful things. Actual sins. These, the, this is who we are by nature. So we need a Savior who's going to take on our sins, pay for those sins, and the punishment for sin is death. 
We needed someone who would suffer that punishment in our behalf because it's not one that we can suffer ourselves and live. And that's exactly what the Son of God and Son of Man, the Word, did for us. This is why we call him the light. This is why John calls him the light. He's the light that shines through the darkness, the darkness of sin, the darkness of, of gloom that comes from a guilty conscience. Oh, the darkness of the fear of death itself. But now because of Jesus, we don't look at death as simply the end of life. We look at it as a beginning of a new life. In fact, we already enjoy that life as we look forward to everlasting life with our Lord in heaven. For eternity doesn't begin after you die. It begins when you come to faith in he who is the light who shines through that darkness. So as you hold the candle this evening, look at the live flame. We didn't hand you a battery-powered candle. That flame is living and it's alive. It can burn. But that light represents and points us to the one who is the light of the world, the very Savior, that babe of Bethlehem. So we join the angels, we'll join the shepherds who first got, you know, who witnessed the birth of the Savior, the first to hear the announcement of the birth of the Savior. And we're going to join 2,000 years later in giving all thanks and praise to our Savior, who is the light of the world. And to him be all glory forever. Amen. We continue our service then with the reading of the very first lesson, and it's taken from Genesis chapter 3, where we hear the fall into sin, but the promise of the Savior who would be the seed of the woman, and this seed of the woman is Jesus Christ. Now the serpent was more clever than any wild animal which the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, has God really said, you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees of the garden, but not from the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden. God said, you shall not eat from it. You shall not touch it or else you will die. The serpent said to the woman, you surely, you will surely not die. In fact, God knows that the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was appealing to the eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise. She took some of its fruit and ate. She gave some also to her husband who was with her, and he ate. The eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for, the, for their waists. They heard the voice of the Lord God who was walking around in the garden during the cooler part of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. The Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? 
The man said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. God said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree from which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate it. The Lord God said to the woman, what have you done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the livestock and more than every wild animal. You shall crawl, crawl on your belly, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. I will put hostility between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He will crush your head, and you will crush his heel. We read from God's promises to Abraham, Moses, and David. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, I have sworn by myself, declares the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will bless you greatly, and I will multiply your descendants greatly. Like the stars of the sky and like the sand on the seashore, your descendants will take possession of the city gates of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brother Israelites. Listen to him. When your days are complete and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up after you your seed who will come from your own body I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he sins, I will discipline him with the rod used by men and with the blows of the sons of men. My faithful mercy will not depart from him as I removed it from Saul, whom I removed to make room for you. Your house will stand firm, and your kingdom will endure forever before you. Your throne will be established forever. Hear the prophecies of Isaiah. During the darkest period in Israel's existence, under one of the most wicked kings of the southern kingdom, we hear of these beautiful prophecies and, and so once again, these prophecies are like the light shining through the darkness. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign for all of you. Look, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and name him Emmanuel. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The authority to rule will rest on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no limit to his authority and no end to the peace he will bring. He will rule on David's throne and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from now on into eternity. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. A shoot will spring up from the stump of Jesse and a branch from its roots will bear fruit. 
The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight with the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes, nor will he render decisions based on what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness he will judge the poor, and he will render fair decisions in favor of the oppressed on the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will put the wicked to death. Righteousness will be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his hips. The wolf will dwell with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat, the calf, the young lion, and the fattened calf together, and the little child will lead them. The cow and the bear will graze together, and their young ones will lie down together. The lion will eat straw like the cattle. The nursing child will play near a cobra's hole, and the weaned child will put his hand into a viper's den. They will not hurt or destroy anywhere on my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is dawning upon you. Look, darkness covers the earth, and deep darkness covers the peoples. But the Lord will dawn upon you, and his glory will be seen over you. Nations will walk to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your dawn. Look up, look all around and see, all of them have been gathered. They are coming to you. Your sons will come from far away, and the people will carry your daughters on their side. When then you will look and be radiant, your heart will race with excitement and burst with joy. For great riches from the sea will be delivered to you. The wealth of the nations will come to you. Caravans of camels will cover your land. Young camels from Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba will come. They will carry gold and incense, and they will announce the good news of the praise of the Lord. We hear from the prophecies of Jeremiah, Micah, and Zechariah. Listen, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, who will reign wisely as king and establish justice and righteousness on earth. In his days Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell securely. This is his name by which he will be called the Lord our righteousness. Yes, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant of mine, although I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds. I will write it on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will each teach his neighbor or each one teach his brother, saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their guilt, and I will remember their sins no more. 
But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, from you will go out the one who will be the ruler for me in Israel. His goings forth are from the beginning, from the days of eternity. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and brings salvation. He is humble and is riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow will be taken away and, the, and he will proclaim peace to the nations. His kingdom will extend from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. Emmanuel, which means 
God with us. When Joseph woke up from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. He took Mary home as his wife, but he was not intimate with her until she gave birth to her firstborn son, and he named him Jesus. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governing Syria, and everyone went to register, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the town of Nazareth, into Judea, to the town of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was from the house and family line of David. He went to be registered with Mary, his wife, who was pledged to him in marriage and was expecting a child. And so it was that while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Thank you for taking the time to listen to a sermon podcast from Salem Evangelical Lutheran Church. If you have any further questions or would like to learn more about Salem Lutheran and its ministry, please check out our website at www.salemevlutheran.org. Once again, that is www.salemev l-u-t-h-e-r-a-n dot o-r-g. May God bless you today and every day.